You're listening to the St. Anselm Audio Podcast with Father Matthew Cashmore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please sit. I love Epiphany. Things feel like they've settled down after the busyness of Christmas. The urgency of the day, the fight to get everything ready is over. And we find ourselves a little more relaxed. I can see the parallels with the Holy Family. Gone is the urgency of the ride to Bethlehem. Gone is the urgency of finding a place to stay. Gone is the urgency and pain of childbirth in a less than ideal place. Now, now there is peace. The Holy Family in the stable, surrounded by the animals, keeping them warm, wrapped up against the cold outside, and simply being together. I hope that over the last week you have found some space and time to be with your families, wrapped up against the world, warm and quietly eating through the last of the treats from Christmas. Though I wonder how many of us are still doing that at Epiphany. We've almost certainly at this point turned our minds to the new year and new tasks. Perhaps the Christmas decorations have already come down and the Christmas cake is all gone and all of those tins of celebrations have been eaten up. Traditionally, Christmas decorations stay up until Epiphany today. Because it is a moment to remember that Christmas is not over. It continues in the way we live our lives and how we react to the news that Jesus Christ is born amongst us. And when I talk about Jesus Christ born amongst us, I'm not just talking about that day 2,000 years ago, but how Jesus Christ is born amongst us each time a new person comes to know him. Or how Jesus Christ is born amongst us each time we renew our faith. Or each time we remember that we are his children and correct our behavior to be more like him. Jesus Christ is born amongst us over and over and over again. This is how we respond to that realization that defines what kind of Christian we are. To my mind, there are three ways to respond to the birth of Jesus Christ over and over and over again in our lives. The first is hatred and hostility, the reaction of Herod. When we realize that Jesus is with us, that he is prompting us to live a better and different kind of life, we can get caught up in the world around us and dismiss him in anger. We can find ways to work around Jesus, what we know to be true, in order to kill him within us. We will rationalize bad things in order to continue in our comfortable lives. We will find ways to destroy Jesus within us, whilst outwardly saying that we worship him. We come to church and show the outward signs of loving him, but we ignore him in our hearts and worse, find ways to dismiss him, to kill him. This is very dangerous. 
When you do this, the devil will find a way to work within you. Evil will work away in the hypocrisy that exists within you. When you find yourself hating what Jesus tells you to do, how to live, how to love, then it's time to fall to your knees in that stable and to ask for the comfort and praise of the Holy Family. There is a way back for you, a way to safety. It is the love and care of the family of Christians around you. And fellow Christians, it is your job to see this happening in your brothers and sisters and to take care of them, just as Mary and Joseph would have done in that stable as a visitor, kneeling beside Jesus in his crib. More insidious, perhaps, is the second reaction, indifference. This is the reaction of the scribes and the chief priests that worked for Herod. The birth of Jesus made no difference at all in their lives. They were so engrossed in the life of the temple, the temple, let's not forget, that Herod had built for them, that the prophecy of the birth of a king in Judea was utterly irrelevant to their lives. There are many Christians who are so indifferent to the teaching of Jesus, to his active encouragement in their daily lives, that he could appear in front of them and they to dismiss him without a second thought. We just plod on one foot in front of the other without looking for Jesus working in our lives, without seeing him working in the world around us. We must pull ourselves back to the wonder of the stable and the miracle of Jesus' birth, to the awe of those who travelled so far to visit him. And fellow Christians, it is your job to see this indifference in your brothers and sisters and to remind them of the wonder and the awesomeness of Jesus' work around us, to remind our brothers and sisters of the miracles that happen in his name each and every day. The third reaction is in adoring worship. The reaction of the Magi. The desire to lay at the feet of Jesus Christ and offer the greatest gifts that we can master. Gold, the king of the gift of a king. It does us a great service to remember that Jesus is our king and that we must submit to him before he can be our friend. We submit to him in our baptism. We submit to him in prayer. We submit our lives to him each day when we wake and say the Our Father. Then and only then are we able to see him as friend, as counsellor, as the one who lifts and saves us frankincense, the gift of a priest. Now the work of a priest is to build a bridge between man and God. That's quite literally what the word priest in Latin means, pontifex. It means bridge builder. And this is what Jesus did in being born amongst us and what he continues to do each time he is reborn inside us and around us. He opens the way to God. He made and continues to make possible a way to enter into the very presence of God. Myrrh, the gift of the one who is to die. 
Jesus came into the world to die. He came into the world to live for men and women and in the end to die for us and for our sins so that we may be saved into eternal life. My fellow Christians, it is our job to come before Jesus Christ in adoring worship. It is our job to bring before him the greatest gifts that we can give, the gifts of submission, the gifts of bringing others across the bridge that he has built for us, the gift of understanding that our sins are forgiven and that anyone we bring to him will also be forgiven and given a place in heaven. How do we react to the birth of Jesus Christ? Not just in that stable 2,000 years ago, but today and every day we wake. Leave here today asking that question. Perhaps write it down in a note next to your bed so that when you wake up each day, you can ask the question, how do I react to Jesus Christ born in me today? When you get angry and upset in the world, ask the question, how do I react to Jesus Christ born in me today? When you find yourself indifferent about coming to church or praying, ask the question, how do I react to Jesus Christ born in me today? When you come to church to offer praise and worship, ask the question, how do I react to Jesus Christ born in me today? Ask it this morning when you receive the body and blood of Christ and return to your seat and listen. Listen to what God tells you. Listen to what Jesus whispers in your ear. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anselm podcast.